0: good morning good morning and happy aloha friday from the farm welcome to another episode of thinking outside the soil where i talk about topics related to the farmers and ranchers that use hydroponic practices to grow the crops and creatures we need to eat i am your host sean short and today is january 6th 2023 Thank you for being with us on this beautiful morning. What a great day lies ahead. Today's episode will be about duckweed. Now, most of us terrestrial farmers are not as familiar with duckweed, but if you live near water or farm in the tropics, duckweed is a no brainer when it comes to choosing the proper fodder for our livestock. Duckweed is this diamond in the rough here in the Western world, a diamond that's getting polished by a $15 million investment in a Sonoma Valley startup called Phyto. Phyto has created this automated process with their own unique duckweed varieties, and they're feeding them primarily to dairy and beef cattle. Stick around to the end of the show, and I will let you know more about my thoughts on Fido. But the duckweed that they are growing comes from a family of aquatic floating plants that are distributed from all over the world. The duckweeds are believed to originate in Southeast Asia, Though the genetic studies that we have right now aren't very clear. What is clear is that these are the fastest growing flowering plants that we can use for feed. And we've seen that they can cover ponds or lakes within a few days when the growth conditions are right. Wild animals like ducks and geese will feed on the duckweed that naturally grows in ponds or lakes Hence the name of the plant. Now they live on the water surface and are really effective at intercepting sunlight. It grows in troves and I mentioned it can reproduce probably every three days. And this has been seen in commercial duckweed operations all over the world most of them being in tropical areas. The cultivation that they do is done in high density using wastewater. So there's a lot of potential to save water using duckweed. And as a result, duckweed is likely the most water-efficient plant that can be grown for fodder. However, the data I could find is not easily accessible at this time. Another neat thing, while it is an aquatic plant, it also fixes nitrogen. And one of the novel things about the duckweed is that that fixed nitrogen is actually more available to the plants. And that's because the nitrogen is immediately available in solution unlike field alfalfa, clover, and cowpea. So it's promising for for farmers to grow fodder with even less water and resources than any other of the forage crops that we've mentioned in previous episodes. Now duckweed does have a very high nutritional value similar to the other plants we've learned about already. And as such, farmers have recognized it for a long time as a good feed for their domesticated animals, either by letting them forage the wild duckweed grown in ponds or by just collecting the duckweed and drying it and feeding it as a supplement. In the 1960s and 70s, This plant became very popular and was well known and widely used in Europe to feed waterfowl and pigs. So, farmers and researchers recognized it as a good source of protein for farm animals. They confirmed over time the appropriateness of feeding it to farm animals, like ducks, laying hens, and chickens. We mentioned pigs as well as ruminants like cattle, sheep, and goats. One advantage of the duckweed over other feed sources is that it has an even better availability and absorption of the amino acids in the plant. And it's really it rich in amino acids like leucine, threonine, valine, methionine, isoleucine, and phenylalanine, making it a more complete protein than other forage plants. Duckweed protein production provides four to five times as much per area compared to our good friend, the soybean. But one of the benefits of duckweed is that it's not genetically modified. Um, Another advantage is that it doesn't contain gluten. And then the big benefit is that it requires almost no farmland or chemical fertilizer inputs so using duckweed may generate significant cost savings in animal production just by minimizing the water use and land used to grow the crop so early studies to determine what the yield was from duckweed comes from researchers in the late 1970s and work was done down at Louisiana State University. Researchers there were able to get yields of about seven to 10 tons of dry matter per acre when they grew duckweed on a continuous growth cycle. And after tweaking it a little bit, their successive research was able to yield almost 20 tons per acre. Now what's to note, is that those results are based on growing a plant in a semi-tropical region. More recently, research has been done to develop a sustainable duckweed systems in a different climate. There is a system called Oasis, which is an experimental station in Ireland that's integrating aquaculture and duckweed cultivation. The system is a giant scale aquaponic system that is using the waste from perch and trout to grow duckweed. The duckweed is used for both feed and a green manure for some of the local farmers. Now, after reading about the Oasis system uh, a couple years ago, I thought it would be a great idea for my farm, which is an aquaponics farm, to start cultivating duckweed. So after trying to grow duckweed for a little bit, I finally figured out how to do it best for what we're doing. The Irish researchers were able to get a yield of almost two tons per acre every month they were growing duckweed, which gave them almost 45 tons of duckweed each year, which was twice that of what we heard from the Louisiana researchers. Now the other thing to note is that these Irish research results are based on their location in a northern latitude. Imagine what it would do in a more temperate or tropical area when using an OASIS model. So aside from the protein, duckweeds are very nutritious. It is very high in crude protein and crude fats much like other legumes, but it also has a slew of vitamins and minerals, vitamins like A, B, and E, as well as those carotenoids. The contents of the proteins and the ingredients in the duckweed will depend slightly on how the duckweed is grown, much like other crops. So when duckweed is grown in an intensive system like aquaponics, the plants are going to be much more nutritious than if you are growing the duckweed with a unmonitored wastewater mitigation system. The nutrition of duckweed has been shown to be similar to the other hydroponic fodder plants that I have mentioned in previous episodes and that we'll get the opportunity to talk about in the future. So if we talk about numbers, the crude protein in the duckweed is reported to be somewhere between about 20 and 45%, the variation being in how it is you grow it. However, at the lower spectrum, duckweed has as much protein as forage crops. So that's something to take away. And on the other side of the spectrum, duckweed may have the highest protein content of all the crops presented. So companies like Fido have figured out how to consistently get plants that have over 40% protein. Now, the crude fat of duckweed ranged somewhere between 2 and 9%. Again, how you grow it will affect it. The fat contents are similar to other legumes that I have spoken about. However, when grown under intense dedicated cultivation, duckweed may be able to get better crude fat levels. Now, if we think about duckweed from this slightly different perspective, duckweed is extremely effective at absorbing everything that comes from the aquatic environment and fixing it into itself to give our livestock an amazingly complete animal feed that uses very little resources um, compared to the other fodder crops that we grow in the field and even compared to other hydroponically grown fodder crops. Several studies and experience from farmers have confirmed that it is a high quality and effective feed when fed both as part of the standard regimen and as a supplement. We've seen this in mixes for poultry. I have seen this myself. I currently feed a mix of barley, sunflower, commercial layer pellets from Tractor Supply, and duckweed to get an extremely consistent laying And uh, my eggs are just amazing. The yellows inside of the yellows, the yolks inside of them are, uh, they stand up so tall and they're amazingly deep yellow, almost like this orange color. So I'm seeing what other farmers are seeing that duckweed is likely an ideal candidate for hydroponic farmer. And there's good reason why The company I mentioned at the beginning got $15 million in in Google venture capital for going forward with what they want to do for duckweed, which is very promising indeed. And as always, I would love to hear or read your thoughts about today's episode or anything that you've heard in the past. So please feel free to leave a comment or send me an email over at sean at the soil.com That's S-E-A-N, like Sean Connery. I don't always get the chance to reply, but I do read every comment. I read every email. If you want to learn more about Fido and what they're doing with duckweed, head on over to F yto.us, and to learn more about how hydroponic farmers helping farmers save water, improve their livestock quality, and become better stewards, you can check out thinkingoutsidethesoil.com. Head on over there, and don't miss out on becoming part of the next agricultural revolution. So thank you for joining me on another episode and take care and have a lovely day. Hey, before you go, check out the links below, leave me a rating in review, and follow the show. Don't forget to get yourself some of our Blooming Health blended sprouting mix. Our mix has been shown to get the best eggs and create the healthiest flocks. With feed costs going up, Right now is the time to lock in a subscription so that you can get the best eggs without having to go to the grocery store or the feed store anymore. Check out the links below to get yourself some Blooming Health blended sprouting mix.